Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Husha. Let's start episode 352 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Anders. And he writes, Hi Vidas and Oshra. I have written to you before and I was very happy that uh, you published my thoughts. What I'd like to tell you is that I'm really happy to have entered the world of organ playing. Um, it is indeed a world in its own. So sad sometimes when I realize that my workmates or friends really don't understand what they miss. They just don't know what I'm talking about. Poor souls. I've been given the keys for two of the churches in my parish and I'm quite grateful about that. One organ has pneumatic action and uh, the other is mechanical. It is very interesting to change between them. They're very individual and have their own personalities. I'm not at all good at playing only simple pieces, but that doesn't stop me from enjoying uh, what I'm doing or trying to make progress. One, I'm very happy that I can sit uh, alone in a church and play. It is a very special and somewhat mystical experience to see the afternoon sunshine through the beautiful colored windows when I play some soft piece of music. Two, the organs make a lot of mysterious sounds sometimes and I think somebody entered uh, the church. Three, it's much more demanding than I could imagine to play with the feet. My shoes seem to be way too big sometimes, though I have special shoes. Sometimes I mix up my hands, the feet and manuals totally. Then it's a good thing no one listens. 4. It's much more difficult to play with a lot of stops pulled out. The voices of one manual may be completely drowned by the other and I'm lost. Registry is an art. 5. If I have mastered the piece, then I may try to play loud and not before. 6. I have escaped from my work many times without my boss knowing to be able to find time for the organ. That's very bad for my future career, but I just couldn't resist. 7. When I become retired after 
a few years I don't need any money like so many others dream about. I'll just sit in my church playing organ. That's really good and completely free. 8. Your advice has been really helpful. Partly because of the specific information, but mostly as an important inspiration. Especially about the necessity to have a professional attitude about practicing in the face of being tired or feeling the time is scarce. 9. I can play for about 2.5 hours, then I get tired and have um, to make a pause or at least a few hours before continuing. It is counterproductive to press on too much. The music has to sink in for a while. 10. As you said, that practice makes miracles happen. That is true. Even if the miracles are a bit slow in my case, practice and practice intelligently is the only way forward. Best regards, Anders Stoll, Sweden. Well, that's a very comprehensive um, question. Actually, it's not more like question, it's you know, like sharing Anders' experience you know, with us and we are very thankful for it because it's a wonderful letter and we appreciate it very much. Uh, when I read this, uh, actually it's like a post, right, true, with true. Ten, 10 points. It could be actually written with the title... Uh, Top 10 things I've learned in my organ playing career or, or something. Uh, the list of 10 things you should be aware when playing organ or something. These type of titles are very uh, user-friendly and readers are just uh, eating it up. Um, and uh, would you suggest, Osha, to put... Anders post online, on maybe on his own website or on any other platform? Yes, if he has it, then definitely yes. Why not do it? It's, it's wonderful, you know, how he shares his experience. I think, you know, that many organists, you know, will feel with him together while reading his letter because I think some of those moments we all experience. Exactly. And uh, I strongly believe, you know, that we organists, we are sort of, you know, a very happy ones because we have this experience with the organ that others don't. And it's truly magical. Uh, let's take, for example, point by point. Uh, number one, for example, are you happy when you sit alone in a church? Of course, it's truly my time, my time and organ time. When I do this every morning, when I go to church and I see the janitors doing their work, you know, cleaning the floors or drinking some tea or chatting, I am very happy that I, I can sit and play and... Um, I'm free to play whatever I want. Yes, and I think that the most magical time to spend at the organ is a night. And sometimes I envy, you know, a night guard in some churches. 
Because if I would have such a position, I would spend it on the organ. Exactly. Practicing. What about uh, number two? Uh, that uh, organs make a lot of mysterious sounds. True, and especially this is true if you are playing at night. Because at that time, all the other surrounding sounds are, you know, dead, so that's when your organ really speaks to you. And number three is, um, oh, it's harder for him to play with the feet than he imagined before. I think it's often the case with many of beginning organists. But not all. I've seen people playing uh, very easily with pedals too. Well, some have better co coordination, some don't. But in general, it's it's a problem for many. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, he talks about registration. It's difficult to play with with loud voices. I have to agree with this point. I feel the same way when I play at St. John's Church. If you are playing only with a few stops, then you know tracker action is much easier. Mm -hmm. But if you pull out many stops, then yes, it's much harder to push the key and you know to control everything. In number five, he talks about uh, that he usually practices softly. And only after he mastered the piece, then he plays loudly. That's a very wise way to do it. Because if you will practice loudly all the time, you might damage, you know, your ear. Mm -hmm. Because it's not good, you know, to practice always with a loud registration. You might become deaf, you know, with ears. And that's actually a case for some organists and some percussionists. In number six, he writes how he escapes from work to organ bench. <laughs> and it reminds me how kids escape from school, go to the movies. But here he goes to play the organ. It's fascinating, mm -hmm. absolutely. I just love this, this point. And number seven. Uh, after a few years, you will have um, the freedom of playing the organ all day long because he will be retired. And you no, know, I find that actually many you know people who have tried organ before in their lifetime, but when we didn't have time to practice, you know, during. During most of their life, we come back later to this habit, you know, mm -hmm. to, to this passion. And we start to play more when we retire. And I think that's a very good way to to keep yourself in a good shape, both physically and mentally. And we both know people in our acquaintance area who are retired, but don't do much yes just watch tv <laughs> mm -hmm. and that's about it and that makes us sad true but what can you do number eight um, he talks about how our um, advice is helpful helpful for him not only because of specific information but 
as a general inspiration. I think we all need to know that inspiration. When somebody, you know, sends their words or whispers in your ears as a podcast every day, something, right? It it definitely, inevitably sinks in day after day. And whatever you are saying, it might be something that you are saying about registration, pedaling or fingering. And uh, the problem that uh, another person is having is about uh, something entirely different, about practicing, about performing anxiety, improvisation. But the fact that we are there for him or her makes those people realize that they can achieve so much more too. You know, it's like um, a little bit of a community feeling when somebody else is doing the same thing. I think it's very much as a community feeling because we all have, you know, encountered problems. And I think it's nice to share them and try to help and try to share them. Because uh, even just telling about, you know, your problem is already a big help. And for us too, you know, with this kind of block, I really feel like it's sort of like, you know, anonymic alcoholic. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yes. Mm-hmm club where you know everybody gather and talk about the you know problem <laughs> so we are sort of talking about organ problems and enjoying them together sharing our experience it starts like that hello i'm vidas and i'm an organist true that's very nice <laughs> and everybody says hello vidas <laughs> true um in number nine he talks about how he can practice for two and a half hours and uh, then he has to rest. For me, it's just 30 minutes and then I have to rest. Well, obviously, you know, Andres is more advanced in practicing for many hours than you are. I generally tend to stop before I'm tired. <laughs> I kind of uh, cautious. I guess you are very soft on yourself yeah like mimosa that's what my father used to call me maybe he was right <laughs> I have no doubt about it number 10 he says that miracles really happen but in his case it's more like a slow miracles I think for all of us it's slow miracles, but at least we happen, you know, and that's good. Mm-hmm. The only way that miracles happen, you have to make them happen. True. So you need, you know, to put some effort in order, you know, to have that miracle. Okay, thank you guys for sending these wonderful questions and definitely put your thoughts on on uh, online not only to us it's nice you know uh, that that people are sending these questions but they're not sending you know every day Anders is not writing to us every day but maybe he's thinking every day you see 
and those ideas are, might be very helpful for a lot of organists around the world too. Thank you guys, this was with us. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Who writes? The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total-organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.